What's up, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners? Happy National Chip and Dip Day, National Poppy Day, and Near Miss Day. And welcome to this week's news and flashback fun and slight teaser for tomorrow's show mini-episode. As per usual, prayers go out to all of those people in the Ukraine affected by the Russia-Ukraine war. On the better side of things, happy 10th birthday to Slater Merriman's son, Hunter, today. He shares his birthday with country singer Brett Eldridge, 1990's Pretty Woman, 1984's Police Academy, 2012's The Hunger Games, which I'll be talking about in more detail tomorrow as per Mike Donovan's request, the 1987's Soap, The Bold and the Beautiful, 2018's Midnight Sun and Sherlock Gnomes all debuted today on their respective years. Beyonce fans rejoice. EW.com reported yesterday Beyonce has been tapped as a performer at the 94th Academy Awards alongside Billie Eilish, Phineas, Reba McIntyre, and Sebastian Yatra. The artists will perform their Oscar-nominated original songs at the ceremony on March 27th. Beyonce's Be Alive from Best Picture nominee King Richard, Ellis and Phineas's No Time to Die from the James Bond title, the same name, McIntyre's Somehow You Do from Four Good Days, and Yatra's Dos Arugutes from Encanto. All four compositions in the Best In were nominated in the Best Original Song category alongside Van Morrison's Down to Joy from Belfast. Morrison had also had also been invited to perform, but will not be able to attend due to his tour schedule. Rumors of a Beyonce performance began buzzing earlier this week. Sources close to the production told Variety that the Grammy winner had been in deep talks for a satellite performance of the song to be broadcast live from tennis courts in Compton, where King Richard legend Serena and Venus Williams practiced their drills under the dutiful eye of their father Richard. Speaking of the Oscars, Best Picture frontrunner nominee Coda, now streaming on Apple TV+, Plus, is headed to the stage after the awards. IndieWire reported today that an official Coda musical is in the works, courtesy of Vendome Pictures and Path partnering with the Tony Award-winning Deaf West Theater. Coda, which stands for Child of Deaf Adults, stars Amelia Jones as a teen trying to launch her singing career as the only hearing member of a deaf family. While Ruby's life is centered on being an interpreter for her parents, played by Marley Matlin and Troy Coetzer, plus working on their fishing boat with her brother, Daniel Durant, she dreams of attending a prestigious music school. Alongside Deaf, West Vendome and Path, are currently out to directors, composers, and writers for the stage project. This is a timeless story that we've always believed in, and we knew it could resonate with audiences far and wide. Vendome Pictures' Philippe Rosselet said, For this reason, we are looking forward to continuing our incredible journey and bringing this universal story to life from stage to screen. We are excited at the caliber of Broadway talent interested in collaborating with us on the project. And just like that, Sex and City pals Carrie, Miranda, and Samantha will be back. Eonline.com confirmed it yesterday, saying more than a month after the season one finale, 
HBO Max has confirmed that, and just like that, we'll get another season more than a month after the series finale. Executive producer Michael Patrick King celebrated the news, stating in a statement, I am delighted and excited to tell more stories about these vibrant, bold characters played by these powerful, amazing actors. The fact is, we're all thrilled, he added. And just like that, our sex life is back. Get ready to, well, scream with delight, horror fans. Scream's Woodsboro Killer, a.k.a. Ghostface, returns in one year from next Thursday. Variety.com revealed... March 18th, the sixth untitled screen film will terrify moviegoers on March 31st, 2023. As of right now, it has the date to itself. But old Ghostface will have to deal with John Wick Chapter 4, which arrives the week beforehand. The sequel to January Scream semi-reboot, which is currently streaming on Paramount Plus and arrives on DVD April 5th, will shoot this summer. The website also stated, Paramount has also announced that it will release its untitled Bob Marley biopic on January 12, 2024. The film about the reggae legend will be directed by King Richard's Ronaldo Marcus Green and produced by the musician's family members, Ziggy Marley, Rita Marley, and Sedalia Marley. Kingsley Ben-Adir, who starred as Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, has been tapped to play Marley. Films about music legends such as Bohemian Rhapsody, Rocket Man, and Walk the Line have performed well at the box office, and Marley has an impressive catalog of hits that include No Woman, No Cry, Get Up, Stand Up, One Love, Redemption Song, Could You Be Loved, and Buffalo Soldier. Right now, the Marley movie has the month of January which itself, but that will inevitably change. Time for flashback fun. With the glorious Oscar weekend upon us, let's take a look back at Best Director nominee's other trip to the Oscars. Her first trip to the 1994 awards was for her 1993 drama, The Piano, which she wrote and directed, starring Holly Hunter, Harvey Keitel, Sam Neill, and Anna Paquin, in her first major acting role. In the November 2nd, 2019, in the November 2nd, 1993 award, in the November, sorry, in the November 2nd, 1993 release, mute Scottish pianist Ada McGrath and her young daughter are left with all their belongings, including a piano on a New Zealand beach after Ada has been sold into marriage to a local man named Alistair. The successful film made 140.2 million piano notes worldwide. It won the Palme d'Or at the 1993 Cannes Film Festival, making Campion the first female director to ever win that award. It earned a place in Oscar history when it won three Academy Awards out of eight in March 1994. Best Original Screenplay for Campion, Best Actress for Hunter, and a totally unexpected Best Best Supporting Actress win for Paquin. To this day, 
the then 11-year-old Paquin remains the second youngest actor, actor to win an Oscar in a competitive category. Did you know that Holly Hunter learned to play the piano when she was nine years old? And she played most of the piano sequences in the film. And Anna Paquin's character's name, Flora, is never mentioned once during the film. Unfortunately, the late Kurt Cobain saw this movie with a couple of friends a single day before he committed suicide, making it very likely the last film he ever saw. Today happens to be National Puppy Day, so it makes sense to revisit Pongo, Perdita, Anita, and Roger Darling, the fur-loving fashionista villain, Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. To see her is take a sudden chill. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. And 99 of the most cutest, most adorable Dalmatian puppies on screen. That's right. I'm talking about the 1961 wonderful, sorry, that was bad, Disney animated film 101 Dalmatians. Based on Dottie Smith's 1956 book, The 101 Dalmatians, it barked its way from the page to the big screen January 25th, 1961. So, it just turned 61 quite recently. And starred the voices of Ben Wright, Rod Taylor, Betty Lou Garrison, and Kate Bauer. Having been a part of Pup-ular, or, I mean Popular, sorry again for the really bad pun, culture and being beloved for all that time, it doesn't even need a recap. Its success saved Disney and from the financial slump made from sleep by Sleeping Beauty, a costlier but not so well-received film from two years beforehand. Yes, folks, really. Sleeping Beauty was not a success when it was first released. Adjusted for inflation and the countless re-releases, the film is down, chowed down on a lifetime gross of... canine crunchy dog treats. Bow, wow, wow. Its enormous franchise includes toys, clothing, books. Its live-action 1996 remake starring Jeff Daniels and Glenn Close's Cruella, which I talked about last March 19th in honor of Close's birthday, and its 2000 sequel, 102 Dalmatians, the 1997 to 1998 cartoon, 101 Dalmatians, the series, and the Descendants series, which featured Cruella and her son Carlos, who was played by the late Cameron Boyce. There's also the recent 2019, 2019 to 2020 Disney XD and Disney Plus cartoon series, 101 Dalmatian Street, and the live-action... Spin-off prequel, Cruella, starring Emma Stone as the title as a young version of the title character, which came out last May and is up for Best Costume Design at Sunday's Oscars. Did you know the puppy's birth really happened to Dottie Smith? 
Her Dalmatians did have 15 puppies, and one was born lifeless, but her husband ended up reviving it. However, they only kept a few, a small number, ended up selling the rest. And someone actually counted all the black spots in the film, framed by frame by frame, and reached the total number of 6,469,952. This breaks down to 68 on Perdita, 72 spots on Pongo, and 32 spots on each pup. Other puppy-starring films include 2008's Tear-Jerking Marley and Me, Beethoven and Beethoven Second, directed by the late Ivan Reitman, Air Buddies, The Adventures of Milo and Otis, last year's Paw Patrol the Movie and Clifford the Big Red Dog, Bolt, The Fox and the Hound, Oliver and Company, Bingo, and countless, countless others. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Time to get a sneak peek at tomorrow's two-part weekly Weekend Warrior. Can Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, and Stanley Radcliffe locate the lost city and dethrone the Batman, where he's been sitting quite comfortably for three weeks on the box office throne? With the Oscars just days away, I conclude this year's Best Pictures Contender Spotlight with a little Japanese import hoping to drive away with the gold and Benedict Cumberbatch powerful Western romance drama. Plus, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. She was creepy and kooky, mysterious and spooky. Guests who joined the Wednesday Addams Netflix series, Christina Ricci, da-da-da-da. All this and more on Thursday's show. So be sure to tune in to Thursday to 90.7 WKKL at 2 p.m. Cape Cod time, or stream from anywhere in the entire world at WKKL.FM. You can also find the Facebook Live Break on Midday Movie Madness's Facebook page and Anchor Podcast later that day as well. Until we meet tomorrow, my minions, see you at the movies. Bye!